<laughs> you almost did it. <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> Hello, welcome to podcast number 15. With the crown. <laughs> we are um, here. Well, do you know what? I'm going to leave all that in. I'm going to leave all that in at the start. It's going to be radical this week. So, so we're here. Podcast 15. Don't know what we're going to do next week because uh, we were on. We were mirroring the darts and the darts have finished. Otto's Outlaws, top of the league. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Pale Maidens. No Bottom of the league. <laughs> Two <laughs> years running. No. I'm sure um, everyone will be thrilled to hear about the darts league. <laughs> do you know what? When I first came down here, I had to go and film a darts tournament, and I thought, oh, this could be awful. It's actually really exciting, and it makes you want to put a darts board up in the office, which I've said many on many occasions we ought to do that. Well, you haven't said it often enough around me, because I will back you up on that. Okay, well, it's going on that wall, I think, I've decided. I'm somewhere. a bit concerned about if something goes wrong. And my head's in front of the darts board. Alright, well, we'll just put someone where it's, no one's going to get hit by it anyway. And we okay. can always take our frustrations of uh, interviewees who haven't cooperated and uh, print weeks. out, print out their weeks. pictures. <laughs> no, not saying who they are, um, but over two weeks we've been trying to get an interview with them. And um, it's very difficult when it's an interview regarding a story that has to do with a certain profession and they're the only spokesperson for their profession in the islands and mm. yet they're not available. No, we mm. do work around on that. Anyway, we do have a list of things we're going to talk about this morning. Um, Tom, tell us about knitting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, apparently on the, the do-all of know-all of end-all of <laughs> knitting, yeah. um, which I have to admit I, I know nothing about. We were talking about a, a style of knitting, purling. Uh, I thought it was written like a pearl, like a, like, a, the, like the jewellery, but apparently it's pearl like a cat. Um, so yeah, I didn't find that one out until I, okay, till I so read that on the teleprompter this week. what you learned this week. I'm really cross about that. What's, I'm really cross about that story because there's an 18 Can hour Can I just say flight. she's not cross about my story. I'm amazing. There's, it's 18 hours on the flight from here into the UK. And if you're a craft person like myself, yes. that's a lot of knitting time. You could be doing Missed. yeah, sitting on the plane. I'm picture me, yeah, sitting on the plane, knitting whilst listening to downloaded FITV podcasts, which you can do on your iPhone and other options. And, yeah. um, and, and now options. they're suddenly turning around and saying they're they're not allowed, which I'm really shocked at. Well, yes. Yeah, so the story was essentially we were going up to try and clarify. So Hannah, as you know, if you've been listening, went off to the UK last week, um, and she took her knitting and her knitting needles on in her hand luggage. Got there, said, um, "I've got this in my hand luggage. My needles are made out of plastic. Am I allowed them on board?" And they said no. Um, so they took them off her. And did she have about, a about, fit that? No, no. She was she was relatively calm. She just said that she was a little bit disappointed. Uh, and then two minutes later, someone called her back and asked her what they were made out of. Then she got dragged behind the desk, and it was all a bit weird. Not forcefully, of course. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, she was dragged behind the desk and had a little bit of chat with them about her needles, and then came back with her with her wool and her needles. And she said, because of the material, because they're plastic, you're allowed them on board. And I was like, well, there is there are the craft crafters, let's say, like there are a lot of them locally. Crafties, mm, Craft, crafties, yeah. craft, craft yeah. Asians. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you're taking scissors on board, mm. Mm. you know, metal, sharp, because this is the whole argument they've yeah. said, I still argue with them. Um, no sharp objects no allowed sharp on board. Well, I'm sorry, a board. wooden knitting needle is not sharp. A wooden crochet, I'm a middle-aged woman with a back problem. How am I going to take down that plane? So I went, to, I went up to go and speak to the aviation I'm security manager. <laughs> oh, I said, I said a mustard word then. <laughs> 
Anyway, I went up to MPA to see the aviation security manager uh, to discuss about what kind of things they have in their Simbin because it's a because um, it's a, a military um, base as well. Yeah. It's a military airport as much as it's used for civilians. I thought, you know, you might find some some different things <laughs> to what you'd find at Gatwick or something like that. So that was really cool. Went and looked through those kind of stuff. But whilst we we're up there, obviously broached the topic of uh, knitting needles. <laughs> uh, the topic of knitting needles. And um, he said that the, to clarify things, a, n- a new procedure or at least an update on the procedure of what was allowed on board had actually come into place within the last week. And he showed me the list of things you're not allowed on board. And he's and I, I, can't, I can't say his own personal opinion because at the end of the day, that wasn't part of the interview. Um, but you look through it and it was something like a pair of sid, like nail nail scissors mm. aren't allowed on board. Not so but, on board. But a pair of nail clippers, which have like the little pointy thing you can stick out, which is arguably just as sharp, if not sharper, and longer, they are allowed on board. Right. So it's a bit contradictory to begin with, but it does clearly say on there, I saw the paper with my own two eyes, like you know what? it says knitting needles, any like plastic, metal, wood, like, no, I'm regardless. starting a crusade right now. <laughs> this is the moment. I'm starting a crusade to allow wooden knitting needles, or plastic knitting needles, and crochet hooks on planes. Because I think the TSA allowed it. Allow it. So it's mm. going to be Paula Foam versus the military. So the, Let's see how it pans out. <laughs> so the the answer, as you will know if you watch FITV, uh, Falklands in Focus this week, is that he said that no sharp objects are allowed on it's board the air bridge because of their lack of ballistic doors. Okay. But but you're allowed to take a pen, a metal pen. My sister flew, flew a fountain from pen. Scotland, With a very sharp thing. From Scotland to England, and she's a keen artist, and she had her a knife in her pencil case to sharpen her pencils because they need to be done in that way. And she was allowed on with a little knife in her right, hand. That's it. I am. I'm Let's move on because I'm getting. I just think Scotland are slacking in their security. Oh, burn. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, any, any opportunity to have a dig at uh, uh, Katie. Well, she skipped a day this week, yeah, so. Yeah, Day I, off on a little boat. I went jaunting on the Clyde, which we must call a ship, not a boat. Oh, okay. And do you have to call it the HMS Clyde? The surely? HMS Clyde. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was great. It was really, really good. I was freezing and exhausted when I got back, <laughs> but the actual day was really good fun. The, um, I'm not. I'm, I like to see what went on, and I. I don't know, but just do your English accent again, because I thought that was quite. Funny. Oh, did you think that it was quite good? Do you know what we had a, a French guy here a few years ago called Paul, who used to do an English accent. I might even contact him and ask him to send us a little sound. <laughs> doing his English accent for the podcast to compare. It was quite funny. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure you'd be allowed to. Like, yeah, talk talk us through it. So we um, they had a simulation going on, so they were sort of working with the RAF on what would happen, if that makes sense. So we had typhoons fly over the top oh, wow. and fly low over, so it got some really cool shots of that. But I have to say, I was standing outside on the ship when that happened, and I got blown backwards <gasps> into the side of it. What, from the downdraft? And the wind, I'm, I'm nodding, uh, the wind was blowing, but along with the, because wow. the plane was going past, we were really pushed back, it was crazy. You sometimes have that when they bring the uh, search and rescue in on the, right. on the school um, mm, field, the helicopters, mm. yeah. you feel that. So, it was, was, yeah. so was the simulation essentially the, the RAF 
practicing how they deal with an attack by sea and yeah. vice versa and the, the HMS Clyde was dealing how would you handle an attack by air definitely and it was really really interesting because I kept the captain kept on updating me on what was going on and explaining why because for example all of the crew had to they've got to don white suits that cover the only bit that you can see is their eyeballs is that cool is that a flash is it an immersion suit it's, flash suit, it's a it? flash suit and that's yeah. something that they learned um, from, 82. In, from 82 and that's when it yeah. changed that they had to then start wearing these suits because um, they got really bad burns mm. so now they wear these flash suits to try and keep the it flash away and it radiates off them instead when you so say flash would you would they're you? bright white and they cover every single part of their body and they sort of suck in round their necks other than their eyes. I'll sh- yeah. It so where, just, where would they be getting the burns from? Well, another part of the simulation that they did was if, uh, if something had been dropped on the ship and there was a fire that started. Oh, okay. And they, they filled a room with smoke and then they, the firefighters on board came round and had to deal with it. But if the firefighters weren't there yet, then everybody needs to know how. So they sent in some just in flash suits to, to try and sort it. It was really, really interesting. And you're saying that's sort of a technique and a procedure that was yeah. put together after an after Falklands War in East too. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, I w- I've been on York. Um, yeah. Came to HMS York came down uh, a few years ago. Uh, we had a similar day um, looking around the York and uh, yeah some some suits and the firemen there let's talk about firemen for a second okay the firemen <laughs> on board the York uh, we were doing doing putting together a, a montage of, of funny things for Christmas and we got them to do um, a dance all in their breathing apparatus oh amazing on, <laughs> on the York oh that's fun sorry I'm dancing now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, they did that yeah but anyway, you're going away it's your uh, last day today. Oh, well, hopefully, uh, the airbridge got delayed the other day, so the flight from the UK got delayed. So hopefully there'll be no rotors, the bizarre wind condition that stops planes from doing anything down here. So hopefully there'll be none of those, and I'll be scooting off to Chile tomorrow. I say hopefully. I'd actually quite like to still be here tomorrow night. I'm actually get to see Ooh. the direction. Yeah, we'll talk so about a lot more la- next week. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, gutted, gutted I'm missing that. The rehearsal last night was fantastic. Yeah, I've been given... Um, been given some, so someone had a quick chat with me about some of the uh, the more out there things that were going to be on display tomorrow night. Considering I am missing it, they sort of let me have like a little verbal sneak peek, and uh, I have to say some of it must it will go down in Falklands history. Yeah, I just I, had to write a warning to stick in with <laughs> No way. Yeah, about references to things that people might find offensive, so I've had to put a warning. And I feel like if they're well warned and they're quite, it's quite clear what kind of show it is, then it's people's own responsibilities mm. yeah. to choose whether they purchase a ticket yeah. and come I'm or not. For it. But I mean, we were talking to someone about the drag show and you've, you've got to understand, like this is what they said, you've got to understand, you don't go to a drag show for it to be all polite. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, it is the vulgar, the vulgar suggestive side of it. The suggestive movements. The suggestive movements. <laughs> It's all, it's all part of it, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, I'm missing all of that because, as, as listeners will know, I'm popping up to Chile for two weeks to uh, cover the ice hockey tournament. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's going to be really, really good fun. But really there's one fun. person that's going to be missing that, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, so uh, Dave, a friend of mine, David Phillips, um, has uh, a little boy called Harry. Probably one of the cutest boys in the whole world, I think. I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not one for kids. I have to say, but he is—he's awesome. The first time I met him, I was uh, warming up um, with the Stanley football team, 
and he came over and he was like, I've seen you on the TV. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, hello. He was like, can I be on the TV? And I was like, if you want to, yeah. 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 And so uh, he showed me how fast he runs. Yeah, Harry's like, only four years old, isn't he? Four years he old. He was going to be one of the youngest, you said. Yeah, he was going to be one of the young, youngest players out there to represent the Falklands in this ice hockey tournament in Chile. But uh, yeah, he's had to be um, med backed out to Santiago because... Um, well, he was ill for a couple of weeks. Um, his mum and dad didn't quite know what was going on. Um, they talk, you know, took him to the hospital, were treated with antibiotics, and it, it wasn't helping. And um, yeah, he got taken away to Chile, and it turns out he's got a, uh, a tumour behind he his eye. A, yeah, he had a four-hour operation, I was told, on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and the, the positive thing that came out of that was he was breathing on his own, apparently, when he came. Yeah, which house, is fantastic. Which is and David did put a thing up on social media this morning calling Harry a fighter, which hopefully hopefully Great. is suggestive of things going quite well. But as it always is with these kind of awful, awful news stories, mm-hmm. let's call it, um, there's always a silver lining. And the silver lining for this one has been like the community support down here has just Absolutely. been astronomical, hasn't it? Absolutely, and next sun- Saturday, Katie and I will be on our own down here for FI mm. TV, and we've got a bit of a dilemma ourselves, actually, Katie, oh. because from one till five, there's a children's party in the town hall, which is going to be fantastic. In, so the, in Harry's name, In Harry's it? name, Harry's heroes, all dressed up as superheroes, etc. However, from two till four, the firemen <gasps> are offering to wash your car. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we were talking about firemen just then on the Clyde as well. Now, do we think, and don't know if any local firemen will listen, and I apologise if I cause offence, but who do you think's prettier, the Clyde's firemen or the local firemen? And I know, I know that there is a certain man whose nickname begins with J or first name begins with J. Uh, I, know he's listen, a big, I know he's a big fan of our station manager. Listen, the, 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 local fo- the local fire brigade here are fantastic. We had a, mm. a massive house fire. Um, caused by a dishwasher a few years ago and had our smoke alarms not gone off I have to say we would have been trapped inside and um, who knows what would have happened but the fire brigade came, they were prompt they dealt with it and they were absolutely fantastic they are brilliant, the firefighters down here absolutely fantastic I understand one of them drove to our fire we're digressing rather a lot here but (laughs) drove to our fire actually in his underwear with his window down so he could look out because it was the it was a frost that morning, so he couldn't didn't have time to defrost his oh, window. Wow. So uh, just to get just ready. to get to the house. Well, to say carrying on from that, the reason why the firemen are putting on something as well is that uh, Harry's father, David, has just He's, recently yeah, qualified as a reserve. Mm-hmm. Recently yeah. passed his training as a reserve, and that's one of the fantastic things down here. Like the number of people who join the reserves for the firefighters as yeah. well. And I guess that happens all over the world because it's such a small community. You Everyone, notice yeah. it so much yeah, more definitely. and. And yeah. that's it, and they all, everyone's pulling, and there's so many things going on to raise money. I mean, the Rose are having this massive curry off. Yeah, curry cook off on Sunday afternoon, yeah. Massive, and they've not only are they doing that, they've, um, there's a, a club down here called the Glue Pot, and they've organised a marquee or allowed a marquee in their car park, so that means children can go along to it. Um, so it's going to so be not just thing, yeah. and the, the local and the local meat company, um, Flimco. They've donated, apart from chicken, which you can't get too much of it locally, but they've donated, donated lamb, mutton, beef, and oh, all of this for anyone nice. who wants to do the cooking. I believe um, Stanley grows them for garden market. They've donated all the vegetables for it. It's yeah, absolutely fantastic. And 
The girl guides are cooking, and the girl guides cakes. Oh, a bake <laughs> sale, aren't they? Well, you never know, you two might end up having some girl guides. Girl, girl guides cakes. Say that three times fast. Um, at the podcast next week. Oh yeah, so you so you're to Chile. Mm-hmm. Other than the hockey, what else are you planning to do? Yeah, I've been looking at getting one of the, the new um, GoPros, uh, just because that's personal opinion. I like them. I want one. Um, but the brand new one, the GoPro 6, was about £500. It's dropped down to £400 now, and I've gone, oh, maybe I can afford that. Well, I definitely can't afford that, but I've convinced myself I can. Um, <laughs> but I won't get it in time. I want to use it because it has the slow motion capability. I want to use it in Chile for the ice hockey. Uh, so I couldn't get it down here in time. So I had a look on a couple of Chilean websites for it, and it's substantially cheaper. Like, so much cheaper. Buy a good, like, 150 quid in Chile. Mm. However, buying something online on a Chilean website, mm. bar the language barrier, because my Spanish sucks. Like, bar the language barrier, it's just so complicated. Do you think, though, if, it's, if it looks too good, it probably is too good? Well, if it looks like a GoPro and smells like a GoPro, I'm trusting it's a GoPro. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to buy it. I'm, I'm not going to buy it online. Um, I was having a chat with a couple of the Chilean chaps who were going away, and they said uh, there are a couple of stores down there, and they, they're happy to come along with me, and like, oh, we'll go, okay. we'll oh, go and look at it down there. So hopefully, they, even because it's priced in dollars. Even if it's three hundred and twenty dollars. It's three hundred ninety-nine pounds in the UK. Do you think in years to come, people are? listening to this out of the archive and they'll go oh my goodness they paid that much for a GoPro 6 because we're on GoPro 10 now and <laughs> yes it's all going well it will only be me and Katie next, next week you're going to have to look to maybe getting a guest or Do something you know, I can like just that drag someone off the street because they're doing some work across have they finished the work across there over at Lookout Lodge um, they are doing something to the um Roof over there. We could actually just drag someone off the street, couldn't we? Or we could have one of our queens from the drag show. Have a queen come in. Ooh, yeah. You've got to get the star queen. Even though I mean, I must say that as much as she is, as much as she is, as much as she is the star queen, I do have to feel like I say front page of the newspaper this week is that well, there are a lot of other queens, and they only her name was, but only her name appeared in big bold letters. (gasps) I mean. I know, I know one of the other queens, the one who's doing the presenting on the night, wasn't too happy about his name being oh. overshadowed. Mm. <laughs> I suppose yeah. to say, what's your week looking like next week, guys? Well, I'm most intrigued by Thursday, where Katie's going into a men's shed. <laughs> <laughs> Not a man's shed. <laughs> men's shed. The Tell group. us more about that. Um, so, I sort of got interested in it because my dad runs the one in our local town, but it's a community group where men and women are allowed as well can meet up and do an activity and it's to encourage men to open up and to talk about different things and anything that might be going on and just to socialize and spend a bit more time together so i know at the minute it's quite a lot of older gents but it is for any age and it's just sort of to so it's an international thing then oh yeah it's all over the world and it's to it's to encourage men to go out and you know not just do the whole work football for example home you know they it gives them a chance to go out and do different things and um the one that the, the one that's been set up down here has been going for a couple of weeks now so i thought i'd go in and check out see how it's, it's run going by on. quite a young guy isn't it yes uh-huh because yeah. he runs the um acorns like the is that for the older generation yeah do you think generation wise i mean you know for instance when i was growing up if i needed to change the oil on my car, my dad would show mm. me how to do it. Do you think that generation-wise, 
um, we're sort of all losing that ability to do kind of things that would have. It's well, not it's a career thing, it. just a thing on the side. You know, like for instance, yeah. every Friday we check our car, FITV car, yeah. and you know we usually pick somebody in the in this office who's got a little bit more kind of mechanical knowledge than the others, and it so happens to be Katie. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> But I do, I do see what you mean. I think, um, I think you are, are right just by looking at like some of the people like my generation, mm. people I knew at university. Not so much like that, that knowledge, as you say, not even just for a career, that knowledge of like being able to go out and do things, look at the bot- under the bonnet of a car and know what's going on. I don't feel like that maybe is as prominent as oh, it used no. to be in the generation before us. So I think anything like that with physical activities that could teach you a bit more to help you in essentially day-to-day life I think mm. would be fantastic and yeah, if it definitely. has a positive like if it has positive um social aspects social as well. aspects yeah. as well I think yeah. yeah it's a yeah it's a really good idea I think and it they've been when you look at it online different I think the one down here is quite new but if you look at it in different places in the world you can see that they've done wonders for lots mm. of gents that don't mm. go out anywhere else so yeah. it's good well, are you good guys going to look forward are you looking forward then to your uh Quiet week then. I can't think of anything beyond Saturday night at the moment. I know that's, that's a real, you know, last night it's we gonna put be all great. the tables out, we put all the chairs out, we counted the chairs a, a dozen times. Um, you know, this afternoon. How many chairs do you have? Well, less than two hundred. How many tickets did you sell? One hundred and eighty something. Right. So this well, should be so a chair for every person, yeah. really. Well, yeah, but there's some people that are coming to babysit cameras because you're not here. So I've had to get people to come in. The and resentment in your <laughs> voice. Then. Um, you're the one that okay, <coughs> yeah, going so away. That's all I can think of, really. But there's some good things next week. Um, we're going to be doing some drag makeup on Monday night. People can yeah. see. Just have a look how much effort goes into that transformation. And talk about the Falklands catching up with the rest of the world of 4G being introduced finally yeah, to mobile phones. Yeah, but there's been some issues, I think. Yesterday there were some problems. With yes, the there were, but I mean, that's, that'll be something else to explore next week, um, isn't it? Talk in, at the museum on rocks and fossils um, by Emma. Um, weird coincidence, I went to school with her. <laughs> it's a strange coincidence. Um, and then football. Did you say that's the start of the five-side season? Uh, so Wednesday? we're halfway through. We're halfway through. So um, the first half was during the World Cup, and then there was a couple-week break. Then it was supposed to start again this week, but the leisure centre closed for a week. Oh, so yes. um, yeah, everything sporting-related had to mm. stop for seven days. Yeah. Um, well, longer than that, because they're still closed today. I looked, oh, at their, okay. I looked at their timetable. They were supposed to be open today, but they'll be closed until tomorrow at 10 a.m. And bird Disaster. Birdfest starts on Friday. Cannot be going to that in the UK. Yep. Um, She'll so be back um, for the week after one. next. Yeah, so. I know. It's so soon. It flies by. Yeah. Anyway, that concludes the podcast for today. Um, if you have any comments you'd like to make that are nice then that's great email them to us at news at if you've got some well if there's anything you're intrigued about about the Falkland Islands you want to know about email us email feel, us free, to, feel free to chat about it you want to join it. me in my crusade in my crusade to get <laughs> in her crusade wooden, <laughs> wooden crochet hooks and knitting needles on board a plane 
then um, yeah, email me at news at fitv.co.fk. Rate us five start stars. Start a crowdfunding page. I'm <laughs> 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 Um, well, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.